0: So, we've been in a series, jumping in today, Mm -hmm. what does the Bible mean when it says, armed with suffering? Mm -hmm. Like, be armed with suffering. (laughs) I mean, isn't that a weird, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a weird thing. And we get that from 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 1, Uh, let me read it to you, it says, therefore since Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves with the same purpose. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Arm yourself with the same pur- purpose. So it's like arm yourself with suffering. And I really, you know, we've been in this series and what happened was the Lord said, I want you to read First uh, Peter. And so I read through the whole book. And when I hit chapter four, the Lord said, I want you to preach on that right now. And of course, I in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going to preach on it and I'll be done in one Sunday. And three months <laughs> later, we're still preaching on it. Mm-hmm. But it, it's kind of broken down into different sections and different parts. And the key is that it's arm yourself with suffering. Mm-hmm. The whole chapter is about suffering. And it, it's interesting because you have, I think, suffering in most people's mind equates to losing.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Right? I mean, as soon as you hear the word suffer, like, that stinks. I don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So then when he says something like arm yourself with suffering, what they're thinking is arm yourself with losing. Mm -hmm. And that's not what it's saying. That's not what it's saying at all. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's actually a very, very powerful Mm -hmm. concept. But understanding suffering has been so important. So yeah. if it's if you see that God's always leading me to triumph in Christ. So the full counsel of the word says, you know, 2 Corinthians 2:14, God's always lead me to triumph in Christ yeah. and manifesting through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Yeah. But then we see that we're to arm ourselves with what we equate as losing. Those mm-hmm. things seem to be like they're mm-hmm. they're disagreeing. Yeah. Um but they're not. They're not at all, actually. Yeah. They're, they're in complete agreement. Uh, the issue is what is suffering and, mm-hmm. and how does the Bible define suffering? And one of the things that we're seeing in this chapter is that suffering is not defined as losing. Suffering is defined as, as your flesh not getting its way. Mm-hmm. In other words, there is a loser in suffering, mm-hmm. but it's the corrupted flesh, not you, the spirit. Yeah. So, in other words, your your flesh can lose, but you will win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And the suffering is not being so tied to the flesh, mm-hmm. not being so tied to the flesh mm-hmm. that it's always dragging you to the actual loss. Yeah. Even if, though it may be over a long period of time, eventually you end up at the place mm-hmm. where the the flesh takes you to being stolen from, mm-hmm. uh, to losing. Uh, yeah. One of the things that we see is, and, and look at this, he who has suffered, the next part of that is arm yourself with the same purpose or suffering in the flesh. He who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Now, that's not just like a penance, and it's not like a, uh, I need to whip myself because I sinned. That's mm-hmm. not you know, paying a price yeah. for it for my sin no we give our sin to Christ we we confess our sins we don't punish our bodies because of sin it's, yeah. that's not what it's talking about it's talking if you go through this whole tra- chapter you see that if we will get to the place where we will tell our flesh no we won't be tied to that sin anymore yeah. and we will win mm-hmm. so when we arm ourselves with suffering what we're literally saying is i'm not tied to doing it the flesh's way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not tied to that. I'm tied to doing it God's way. And when I will get that through my head, uh, everything changes. Yeah. Everything in the kingdom shifts for me. And where I where I was a loser, now I can be a winner. Yeah. You know, now I can walk out the victory that Christ had. But I've got to unbind myself yeah. from having to have my flesh's way. Yeah, yeah. I have to unbind myself. So when it says arm yourself, and and think about that, just the wording of it. He's saying that when you unbind yourself from the flesh's way and it wanting to get its way, you literally take up weapons in the spirit. Yeah. You arm yourself with the suffering. You arm yourself by unbinding yourself from that sin.
2: Well, I think when you start, I don't think, I know this. When you started teaching on this a few months ago, this is probably... I don't want to make an absolute statement, but this is one of the most challenging sermons when you started it for me because I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And there haven't been many things that you've ever preached that like I've heard and I'm like, I don't like that. <laughs> but I didn't. Yeah. like Because I was like, yeah. how is it faith to say like I'm going to arm myself with suffering? But it's yeah. clearly the word. I I've understand. read it before. Mm-hmm. I just kind of skipped it <laughs> when I read it before. I just hopped yeah. over to the good part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it caused me to read the word differently because I I was like, Lord, I need you to make this make sense to me. That's good. Because the first time, I think the very first Sunday you preached on it, you stopped at like verse 8 or something like that. We didn't go through the whole chapter. And you're like, your assignment is reading the rest. I'm like, done. That's on it. (laughs) So I read the rest, and I started meditating on it. And for me, one of the things the Lord brought me to is arm yourself with suffering. You can just as easily say, arm yourself with discipline. Yeah. You know, all discipline for the moment seems yeah. not to be joyful or sorrowful, yeah. but it's literally arm yourself with self-discipline. Yeah. Because that's the part of you that's going to feel suffered anyway, is that yes. flesh. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you're gonna suffer and it's gonna be long and hard and awful. It's yeah. not, you're disciplining yourself to go through. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. Well, I've always assumed that suffering is like equated to hard and heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I always thought that suffering meant, oh, man, well, I'm going to have to put on this weight. Yeah. And it's going to be difficult, and I'm going to have to work, really work my way through it, and it's going to be hard and heavy. And that's how I've always assumed suffering would look, yeah. W- yeah. was it's hard and heavy. Um, and obviously, you know, Jesus said, come to me, and it, it'll be easy and light. But, like, what, in, in context of what we're talking about, like, our flesh doesn't like things you know, yeah our, our flesh yeah. tries to make things hard, our yeah. flesh tries to make things happy, but as we learn to arm ourselves with like yes. you're saying self-discipline yeah. it it's like what, what the Bible says in Romans eight you know actively putting to death yes. the deeds of the flesh is that romans eight It's in Romans, but actively putting to death that flesh yeah. the flesh that tries to that is feeling overwhelmed, the flesh that 's feeling you know like this is the worst thing that could ever happen, like yeah. like no no, you know i 'm going to arm myself with that self-discipline put putting down that flesh so that I can walk by the spirit and like yeah. and, and you know and that 's one of the things that 's really stuck out to me, and this is no like it's overcoming you yeah. know, yes. it's overcoming it is yeah. an
0: overcoming. And it it boils down to really understanding the relationship between the three parts of man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the spirit, the soul, the mind, will, and emotions, and the body or the flesh. Um, In other words, what it's telling you is put down the corrupted flesh. Mm -hmm. uh, Put down that corrupted flesh Mm -hmm. so that your spirit may win, right? It's not telling you you're losing. It's telling you you're you're basically... not paying attention to the part that could pull you down. And it's going to yell and scream and it's not going to be happy. And that's the suffering that say, in other words, the suffering is simply not giving in to the flesh, which is, uh, you know, across the board, that's the full counsel of the word. But most people see suffering as, oh, we're just going through this world and we're just trudging through, you know, and uh, it's just hard, you know, but all of that talk, is contrary to the rest of it because what happens is we've not seen the relationship between our victory and our spirit and our defeat and the flesh. Mm-hmm. We've not seen that properly. And we've been so mindful of the flesh, watch this, that we're paying attention to the yeah. voice of the flesh. More than we're paying attention to the voice of a victorious spirit. Yeah. Okay? And so instead of paying attention to God's leading me to triumph, we've been paying attention to it's so hard. Yeah. Right? And and what he's saying is ditch that thinking. Ditch that. Stop paying attention to that voice of the flesh. Again, I'll say it, unbind yourself from that voice of the flesh yeah. because that's gonna pull you down into defeat. It's going to pull. But if you will bind yourself to the spirit of freedom, a spirit of victory uh, that your spirit is renewed to, it's always going to draw you up to the heights of God through Christ. And so the suffering is simply saying yes, your flesh is going to talk to you. Don't listen to it, don't bind yourself to it, don't meditate on it go forward, yeah. you know, go forward. And I think this is this is one of those areas that I believe, and you, you kind of made mention, of, you did too, you're like, I don't like this, you know, because once you get in faith, you don't like thinking about loss, right? And if suffering equates to loss, you don't want to think that way. And so that's, but yeah. you have to understand what's actually going to um Amen. William says, I was not going to come on, but I'm glad I did. I needed this. Amen. That's Mm -hmm. awesome, William. So one of the things that you see in like word of faith circles and circles that are not in word of faith circles Mm -hmm. is you'll see that the outside of word of faith circles will accuse word of faith of ignoring passages like this. But it's not, and some some people in word of faith don't understand this, which is what you were saying when I first started preaching it, like sure. I didn't want to hear that, you know people don't want they don't understand this, and so they would kind of skip over that piece, and they would be ignoring those pieces and I've been there, I've done the exact same thing, but what it when you actually have an understanding of faithfulness towards God you see that this is a part of faith yeah this is a part of faith where i'm it's actually not saying that the flesh is not there it's not saying that suffering's not real obviously it's real it's right here in this but what is it what how is it defined Define, suffering is simply unbinding. It's a discipline, like what you said. It's disciplining yourself away from the ways of the flesh, yeah. paying attention to the things of the spirit so that you're not bound by the, the flesh's voice, yeah. by the flesh's feelings. And what suffers, and somebody put it, Jolie put it, it's our flesh that suffers. What suffers is our flesh. Mm-hmm. It is our flesh. Yeah. It's not the spirit, mm-hmm. the real you, Is not, But our flesh, that's corrupted. We're saying, no, you can't have your way, flesh. No, that's what it is. That's the suffering. In other words, I'm going through something, but I am going through. I'm not ignoring that the flesh is there. I'm not ignoring that there will be challenges. It's just that when I'm faced with challenges, I have a hope in Christ towards victory if I'll take him by the hand. And so it's not ignoring it. It's just seeing a greater truth, right? And uh, so one of the things like i wrote on here uh when i was when i was writing out the the definition of suffering suffering is a spirit led life overcoming perceived hardships see they might be hard to your flesh but they're not hard to your spirit yeah. man so which man are you living by are you living by the flesh man yeah. if you are then it's it is hard And it's going to be hard. But if you're living by the spirit man, then it's easy and light and it will be easy and light. So it's perceived hardship. That's how God can say, you know, these uh, light afflictions, you know, he calls every affliction that will ever go through here on earth, light afflictions. That doesn't seem fair to a flesh mind. Yeah. But to a spirit-minded person, you're like, yeah, because I can go through with Christ. I can do all things. And so to a spirit mind, it is a light affliction, mm-hmm. you see? And it's like, how can he do that? Either he's lying or you know, or he's telling the truth. Well, obviously, he's telling the truth. So it is a light affliction. Yeah. But how do we justify that? How do we get to the place where we understand this is a light affliction yeah. versus a hard? Because it sure feels hard. And the difference is which man Mm -hmm. is processing that? The flesh man? or the spirit man mm-hmm. which man is processing that thing yeah. and so if our spirit man is renewed in Christ and we are putting on faith in Christ for our victory and everything we see that and go that can't stay that way this is going to be fixed this yeah. is easy god's yeah. got it our flesh man's going oh god you know oh, stop it stop <laughs> it help you know and mm-hmm. uh, so again suffering a spirit led life mm-hmm. overcoming perceived hardships Derived from going through this flesh, this life of fleshly corruption. In other words, we're in this world. This world is corrupted. It has the curse in it. There are things that are going to challenge us, but we don't have to be stopped by them. We can do all things through Christ. What we have to do is say, my flesh might not get its way. My plans might not get its way, right? I might have to change plans, but if I just look to Christ, He'll show me his plan and and we will win. No matter what we face, we will go through. And what looks like hard to the flesh is actually not hard to the spirit because as he is, so are we in this world.
2: Well, Jesus came so that we could be free and free from the fear of death. And the Mm -hmm. the part of us that would consider... Anything, anything that we face to be suffering or, or death or loss, that's the flesh. Like the yeah. flesh is the one that looks at what you're talking about, seeing an opportunity in front of us and assuming it's bad. Yeah. Assuming it's going to be hard or heavy or difficult because the flesh doesn't like loss. Right. It, it doesn't want to have to go through that. But G, the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. And when our perspective shifts, and it's what, I mean, it's what you're saying, but it's just, it came up in me. The verse in Revelation, they've overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. Yeah. And... That that's they right. loved not their life unto that, like, they didn't care about they their life. They didn't
0: lives. hold on to the flesh's wants. Yeah, they yeah. let
2: that go. And that's yeah. why the body of Christ hasn't been overcoming. That's as correct. They may have done yeah. the first two, but that last one, the caring about their life, the caring about what their flesh wants. Mm-hmm. And I've, look, I've been there, like, where the Lord's asked me to do things. I'm like, I don't want to suffer for you, Jesus. Like, I, will, yeah. I was born in America. The cushy life is cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've literally thought this before but that's because I cared about my, my, my flesh cared about it's life that's and right. as I've pressed into him I've written more and more and more and he's continuing to reveal it more and more and more that I have no fear in anything whatever I face I'm able to go through because the Lord doesn't allow me to face something without, without a way of escape that's it. right the yeah. flesh gets told to shut up but my spirit man
3: is alive yeah amen that's actively putting to death the yeah. ends of the flesh. Yes. You know, which yeah. is what we're all called to do. Yeah. So we're called, as we go through life, um, as these situations, these perceived struggles rise up, they're prime opportunities for us to to actively put to yeah. death yeah. what yeah. our flesh is desiring us to do.
0: Yeah, that's right. Abigail says this, the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God. Romans yeah. 8.15. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There's... Um, this, let me read these first two verses of 1 Peter 4, one in the New American and the second one in the message. And just look at how this lays out this um, situation. It says, therefore, since Christ has suffered in the flesh, arm yourselves. Now, see, here's, here's the thing. As soon as I read the word arm yourself, I think, ooh, this is a benefit.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm
0: like, oh, whatever it's about to tell me. I want to do that because I want to have more powerful weapons against our enemy, not just for myself, but the more powerful weapons that I'm arming myself with, the more I can stand up for you and for you and for you in prayer and everything. I can stand up for them, right? Arm yourselves also with the same purpose because he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. So in in other words, the one who has said, "All right, flesh, you can suffer," and but you're not getting your way. Right. See, the suffering of the flesh is simply the flesh not getting its way. Mm-hmm. So put that in the comments. The suffering of the flesh is the flesh not getting its way, not the spirit of man. Yeah. Not the real you. That's not saying your spirit doesn't get its way. It's saying your flesh doesn't get its way. Right. The mm-hmm. suffering of the flesh, yeah. right? And when we see that, all of a sudden it, make, it makes sense. All right. The suffering of the flesh is that the flesh is not getting its way. All right. Now it says, because he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin. Mm-hmm. So if I will put down my flesh, I stop sinning.
2: Glory to God.
0: This is, and see, this is not overlooking suffering. This yeah. is dealing with suffering. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? There's a difference. And, and there, are, there are word of faith people like, no, I'm not suffering anything. And they don't understand this balance. And mm-hmm. this is how they get messed up. They get out of line. And you have other people they are like, well, I'm, I'm just got to suffer. Right, And that, of course, is out of line too. you got two ditches. Yeah. you got to bring it to the center of the road. Yeah. And, this, and this passage really helps us do that. Yeah. This is how you don't get deceived. Things like this is how you don't get into the ditch and yeah. don't get deceived and, and go off on some tangent that God didn't want you to. Mm-hmm. He says, because he has suffered in the flesh, has ceased from sin. So as to live the rest of the time in the flesh, No longer for the lust of men, right? In other words, I'm not going after anything because of a lust or a fleshly desire, a corrupted sin nature desire. I'm not living that way anymore, but I'm living for the will of God. This is him defining what suffering is. In other words, you're going through by putting the flesh down, right? You're going through. Listen to this in the message. The message says this. Since Jesus went through everything you're going through and more, learn to think like him. Mm -hmm. Think of your sufferings as a weaning from that. A weaning means to draw off of. In other words, like you would wean uh, a a baby animal uh, from a bottle. You know, you would slowly, or even a baby, you would start to take the, the bottle away and then you might take the pacifier away more and more. In other words, they're using it less and less. Uh, think of your sufferings as a weaning from that old sinful habit of always expecting to get your own way,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and our flesh always wants to get our own own way yep. think of so suffering is simply saying, no, you can't get your own way mm-hmm. you can't get your own way well there's nothing wrong with that kind of suffering that 's bible one that's christianity one o one yeah, you know no flesh you can't have your own way that 's not bad suffering, is it. Mm-hmm. No, but so we see the word suffering we back off of because we've equated suffering with losing and having to go yeah. through the junk. It's not going through the junk. It's winning yeah. through it. You yeah. know, it's going through it and leaving it behind. It's leaving the junk behind, right?
2: It's like train. it's training yourself like yes. that. that yeah. verse right there eventually like a baby is going to learn, oh, I don't need to eat off of the bottle anymore. I can eat actual food. You yeah. do it less and less yeah. as they're developing. It's not that with the flesh we ever arrive in it. Yeah. But if we discipline ourselves early, the less we'll need to discipline our, yeah. in that same way and to we that won't degree.
0: And we won't be caught by its little fleshly traps. Yeah. You know, we won't be caught by that. Amen. Holly says, so simple sounding. Amen. And then uh, verse 2 in the message says this, If you'll do this, then you'll be able to live out your days free to pursue what God wants.
2: What hallelujah (laughs) verses.
0: Instead of being tyrannized by what you want or in context by what your flesh wants. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of being tyrannized, like, and if you think about that, if you allow the voice of the flesh to reign supreme in your life Mm -hmm. and then you try to do godly things, your flesh's voice will tyrannize you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it will terrorize you, Mm -hmm. but you want to go do this, but you want to, this is so hard. It's so hard. Mm -hmm. It will terrorize you. Mm -hmm. The voice of the flesh, if you allow it, a voice will terrorize you for the rest of your life. You'll always be condemned. You'll, you'll feel like I'm never getting my way Mm -hmm. and all that, which is not true, Mm -hmm. but that's the way it feels. That's, that's the suffering that we have to put. We put that to the side. So proper suffering is putting that to the side, yeah. not going through it and just letting it sit there, mm-hmm. but putting that voice to the side and stop having, you know, stop having that.
3: Yeah. How, how often have we just assumed that suffering restricts us, you know, yeah. rather than suffering frees us? You know, from from that yeah. those restrictions that we put on ourselves by focusing on the flesh. Yeah. That's
0: the argument that the devil always brings up to keep you in bondage to mm-hmm. sin. You yeah. know, well, you're just restricting me. No, I'm actually setting you free. And it says it right here. Yeah. You'll be able to live out your days free yeah. to pursue.
1: Yeah. You know?
0: Free to pursue what God wants instead of being tyrannized by what you want or by what your flesh wants.
2: Well, all things for the moment seem not to be joyful but sorrowful. Like, everything may be lawful, but not everything is profitable. Yeah. it, you may can not live disciplined but it's gonna be awful through yeah. the whole thing like yeah. at some point you're gonna be unstable well, through the whole thing you're gonna be unstable and feel divided and conflicted yeah. and this is the lord literally saying this is the way out of it like this is mm-hmm. how you can do it yes yeah. Yeah. truly yeah. like listening to these verses makes me want to shout more than lots of yeah
1: well, yeah
2: I don't want to say more than lots of scripture <laughs> but it like it makes me excited reading it because if I'll grab a hold of it if we'll grab yes. a hold of it.
0: Yeah. This is a key to freedom. Yeah. That it's, and I've been, you know, part of why we've stayed in that chapter for several months is because I could tell we're just not getting it yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not getting all, I can tell even today, I'm getting more today. Same. Oh, yeah. you, Same. you see what I mean? And it's, I, I'm seeing it different. I'm, I'm learning how to speak it differently. And that helps other people to grasp it as well. And that's why I just knew we needed to stay here and meditate on it. But here's the issue that I found. now. And watch this. How many people's flesh is tired of hearing this message?
2: Oh, so many. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How many people's flesh is tired? And that's exactly. So the tyranny of the flesh is trying to get you to back away from the very thing Christ is trying to yeah. get us free from. Yeah. You see, so yeah. it, it's playing even as we do this message, which is why the Holy Spirit will say, keep preaching that message. Yeah. And our flesh is like, oh, no, like, let's move on to something else. He's said, like, keep preaching that message. Mm-mm. Because if you don't give yourself to that, then you're going to suffer in other ways down the road. Yeah. But if you will give yourself to the thing, things of the Lord and yeah. things of the Spirit, then you will become free. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're not here to keep people in bondage, we're here to get them free, which yeah. means we're gonna have to put pressure on that flesh and we're gonna have to make sure that it doesn't have the upper hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got to we've got to keep pressing in that way. And that's what a good pastor will do. A good pastor doesn't just move on because it's easy on everybody's flesh. If I just go to another series, a good pastor recognizes, no, we need to work on this muscle. We need to build this muscle up. And this needs to be a revelation, not just not just a good message preached that everybody amen. But then they don't apply it.
2: I've heard evangelist Ted Shuttlesworth Jr. say um, quite a bit that if he had to pick one of the fruit of the Spirit to be the most important, he would pick discipline. Like self-discipline as the most important. And at the time when I first heard him say that, I was like, I, I don't know, I think faith can do more cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, but now, like going down the road, learning how to endure is key yeah. to to yeah. being who we're called to be like yeah. if we don't yeah. know how to arm ourselves with suffering how to endure to the end We won't endure to the end. We'll quit early. We'll get overwhelmed and just, this is too hard. I can't. But the Lord literally throughout his whole word shows us how we can do what he says he can do. It's not just a a do this without the empowerment to do it. That's not who he is. He teaches how to go through. And this is what this entire series has been. And this is how you go through the valley. You don't camp there.
0: Yes. Well, and you just shared a video yesterday uh, that Brother Tracy was talking about how I believe it was uh, Lester Sumrall and John Osteen, uh, Joel's dad, who was a giant in the kingdom of God. And uh, before even before Joel was on the scene, yeah. I mean, in terms of people knowing him and everything, his dad was a giant yeah. and uh, such a great man. And both of them were asked, you know, why are you successful? And their answer was, I didn't quit. You know, they didn't just throw that out there. They thought on it for them and they said, you know, and both of them have major miracles, which you could point back and say, because of that major miracle, you became known, which opened up countries and opened up ministry. It was that major miracle that caused them to be successful. But that's not what they said. Mm -mm. They said, I didn't quit. Yeah. I just didn't quit. And and that's what you're saying. And one of the things that happens, and I've found this, this is a revelation the Lord uh, brought to me years ago, was that if I will pay attention to the spirit Mm -hmm. instead of the flesh, Mm -hmm. I could have easy and light instead of hard and heavy. And I recognized that if I was feeling hard and heavy, something was off or I was paying attention to the wrong thing. And so one of the things that you see is that Christians that are doing great and mighty things for the Lord, uh, many times it's not that they don't feel those things. It's not because some people you can look on and say, how are they doing that? Like, why why are they able to succeed here? How is it that they, you know, and I... Most people don't even, they, they don't even have a clue. If they knew and went through the emotional you know hurdles and things that Nicole and I have gone through, they would not make it. They, they would not make it. And and how do I know that? Because I've watched people that have gone through a quarter of that that, that drop right. out like this. They have great callings on their life and they're not even handling a quarter of it. Right. And so the issue is not that things don't come. Things come up. Hard and heavy things on the flesh come up. Hard and heavy things on our minds come up. Yeah. But the issue is when we will pay attention to that, it will be hard and heavy. Right. But if we will pay attention to who Christ is and look to him, instead of the wind and the waves, it will be easy. Yeah. Right? If we will if we'll pay attention to his word, to all those things. If you go on down in, in the rest of this chapter, one of the things that it says is, let me see if I can find it. I, have it. I have it highlighted in my notes. I
2: don't know why I was going to open my Bible to help. <laughs> I don't know
0: what you're looking for. <laughs> I, wa- I want to show you one specific. Yeah, okay. The verse 19 is the last verse of it. 1 Peter 4.19, it says, Those who also suffer... According to the will of God. So we've already defined that. The proper suffering is I put down my flesh yeah. and I pay attention to things of the Spirit. So it's not talking about, see, somebody can take that one verse and they say, Those who suffer according to the will of God, and they think, They need to go live in squalor for the rest of their life, and they're fulfilling that verse. you got to read the whole chapter. The whole chapter is not showing that. It's showing you how to be free. It's not showing you how to live in bondage. It's showing you how to live free. And so what you see is those who also will suffer according to the will of God, watch this, shall entrust their souls to a faithful creator in doing what is right. So now watch what happens here. They shall entrust their souls, their mind, will, and emotion. In other words, Lord, I'm going to put down the flesh. I'm going to look on Christ in the things of the Spirit. I'm going to set my eyes on things above your victory. And in doing so, it's not that I don't feel the suffering. I sense it. I feel it. But I trust you even in my thoughts more than I trust those feelings and I trust you to, that you are going to do what's right. Yeah. And so all of a sudden, I can go through, instead of the weight of the flesh weighing on me, I have the peace of God's victory on me. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm not in hard and heavy, I'm in easy and light. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm not in hard and heavy anymore, I'm in easy and light. And so I can go through something other people can't go through because all they feel is hard and heavy, and they get so bogged down in it, and it breaks them, right? Right. But I'm not paying attention to that. I'm paying attention to the victory, and I trust my mind, will, and emotions to you to keep them, not what I see, not the wind and the waves, not the death storm. I trust you. You are the... uh, um, You're the watcher over my soul mm-hmm. you know you're mm-hmm. the one who oversees it what's the person that watches over something or the i want to say curator but that's that's not the word i'm looking for the trustee you're the no, trustee the of my soul yeah, in know. other words you're the overseer of my soul mm-hmm. of my mind of my yeah. will of my emotions if if yeah. remember there's an if at the beginning of this yeah. if i will suffer according to the will of god i will yeah. put down the voice of the flesh yeah mm-hmm you will watch over me. Yeah. You see? And so then you can walk in things that other people don't walk in. Yeah, You can walk in things other people don't walk in if you'll learn how to do this properly and see this properly.
2: Yeah. I think... For me, I've actually watched this play out in my life. Like As you were talking, I'm remembering some of the very first hurdles that popped up when I moved here. And I didn't know how to go through. I just knew you cried a whole lot and somehow you make it on the other side. And you and Pastor Nicole were so gracious <laughs> and taught me how to start arming myself with yeah. discipline, how to stand in faith. Appropriately, not presumptively. And I'm sitting here thinking those things that seemed so gigantic back eight years ago. It's yes. almost been exactly eight years. Eight years ago when I came are nothing to me now. Yeah. Like nothing. I, I yeah. remember things that would take me out for days. They have happened and no, they're nothing to me because I've learned more and more and more how to go through and because of trusting the Lord, because of your teaching in that way. So the more you go through, the more you're able to handle, and it doesn't feel like anything. It doesn't feel like suffering any longer because you know, oh, God God did this before. He'll do it again, and he'll do it again greater.
0: Yeah, he will. He's the same Lord no matter what the situation is. And if you just learn the principles of who he is, and how to handle these pieces of the flesh, if you learn those principles and apply them, they work in every situation. And
2: you can do more. Yes, like You, you can yes. do more. You were just saying this. I can do more now than I've ever been able Absolutely. to do. And I'm in five years, I'm going to be able to do more then than I'm able to do now. Because as you just keep going and keep walking, yeah. according to the Word of God, your capacity expands because that's who He is.
0: Look at this. This is verse 12 and 13. It says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal, and and the fiery ordeal. I defined it like this: a storm within yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or a storm within the world that we live in. Yeah. Don't be surprised when a storm comes up, uh, um, which with among you, which comes upon you for your testing. Now that testing it's like God's you. Know, it's like God's trying to figure out what you're made of or whatever. Yeah. He he already knows what you're made of. It's not yeah. for that. But it's a proving and if you back up, there's actually it talks about proving uh who you are and what you actually believe. Right. Um, I'd have to find it, but it's up it's up here. Um in the verses before. It says uh which comes upon for your testing or your proving as though some strange things were happening to you. In other words, you're gonna have things, storms come. You're gonna have fiery ordeals that come. It's not strange. It's not weird. It's a part of being in a corrupted world, Mm -hmm. all right? But the thing is, God didn't leave you to tend to those by yourself. He gave you the ability to break free from the bondage of sin, put suffer in the flesh, which means put the fleshly voice down and move through to a place where you can have all joy and you can have a peace in your mind, yeah. and it's easy and light. In other words, it, even though it looks hard and heavy to everybody else, you can be in an easy and light. Yeah. And uh, so then it says this, but to the degree, in other words, you can, you can do this better or worse. To the degree mm-hmm. that you share the sufferings of Christ. In other words, what were the sufferings of Christ? to put down what the flesh wanted. Remember him in the garden, Mm -hmm. you know, not my will, but yours be done to the degree that you will copy the same thinking of Christ. Uh, the The same humility that he put on in Philippians 2. I'm going to lay down my godliness. I'm going to step off the throne, lay down my godliness and go to earth as a sinful man. You know, he wasn't a sinful man, but in the likeness of sinful men, He's going to go there because he wasn't clinging to the things of the flesh, Mm -hmm. right? As we will put on the sufferings of Christ. That's what I'm saying. I put my flesh down. It it Put that voice aside. And watch this. To the degree that you share with that, keep on rejoicing. Keep on rejoicing. In other words, there's a joy in the middle of it. There's a rejoicing in the middle of it. So that also at the revelation of his glory, you may rejoice with exaltation. In other, now I want you to see this. Many people read this and they're like, well, when he reveals himself, then all this suffering will go away. That's not what this is talking about. It's talking about right now. Yeah. Yeah. In other words, I get to rejoice when his glory comes through. When when I put down the suffering of the flesh and I keep focused on Christ and all of a sudden now I'm walking on water. Yeah. Now the storm dissipates. His mm. glory shows up. His goodness is manifested. Now I can glory to God. Yeah. See, this is what I was talking about. Yeah. Jesus is worth following, you yeah. know, that yeah. kind of thing. And uh, you may rejoice with his exaltation, mm-hmm. I, I wrote this. If you jump ship from going through, you won't be able to rejoice when his glory brings the ship into victory. Yeah, that's good. You see, so his see, he's always leading us to triumph. But if I jump ship, yeah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I was supposed to be going through because I didn't handle the sufferings properly, mm-hmm. right? If I didn't handle those sufferings properly and I jump mm-hmm. ship. Then all of a sudden, when that ship gets to shore and the rejoicing is there and the goodness yeah. manifests, I don't get to rejoice.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of uh, James chapter one, where he says something similar. Consider it pure joy, my brethren, when yeah. you face trials of many kinds. Yeah. And because and he says basically this is where it leads to uh, James one four, and let endurance have its perfect perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing.
0: Yeah. You See, know? they uh, people will want to sit. In the enduring mm-hmm. and they don't want to move to verse four, yeah. in the victory lacking nothing, yeah. the end result of that is i'm not lacking anything,
3: yeah yeah,, yeah. and that's a victory
0: it, it's a victory, in other words, God showed up, yeah God showed yeah. up if mm-hmm. i'll do this proper, in other words, when i that, this is where I was a couple of weeks ago when I was um uh, talking about you know, we we dressed up. And we had the suit on and for Sunday and then we go out and it's really, really hot and Nicole gets the, the part in her tire and it blows the tire out and everything. And I I went, Oh my goodness. I was like, but all right, there's something in other words, I was enduring, it was a little enduring, but it was just a nuisance, you know. Yeah. It was it was but it was enduring and it was a great place to learn the lesson. But I had learned this principle. And I said but you're gonna get something out of this. What is it you're about to do? And so now, I wasn't expecting loss. Yeah. I was expecting it all paid for somehow. Yeah. You know, this is not lack to me. This is all right, this is an area where God can show up. It's not going to cost me anything. You know, Lord, what are you about to do? Yeah. You know, what are you about to do? In other words, I considered it joy mm-hmm. for the glory that was coming because I knew he was going to come through in some yeah. way. Yeah. And that's the faith that will bring the victory. Yeah. That's the faith that will bring the victory. And so if I'm just sitting there like, "Oh gosh, this is going to suck." Where is the faith in that? Right. There's no faith, so there's no overcoming the world.
2: Yeah.
0: You see, there's no faith in that. So a lot of people, they just they've been taught to suffer means to endure yeah. in the sense of there's not going to be any answer. There's not going to be any goodness of God manifested, and there's no faith in that. And so yeah. because there's no faith in that, they see no victory, yeah. and they think that that was being godly. Yeah. That's not being godly. That's being ungodly.
2: Yeah, well, and it reveals your position, like your your reaction, your response proves your position Internally, Like, if I am looking at it and I know that there's victory up ahead of me, then there is an internal rejoicing. Like, yeah. I decide whether I'm rejoicing. But Brother Tracy, actually a couple weeks ago, he was talking about how mourning, it's a demonic thing because yes. you're participating with death. Like, yeah. and, and there's a whole, I don't need to go into it, but when we are looking at it through the position of I'm about to lose or I did lose or whatever it is, we're participating with that demonic, yes. oppressive thought yeah. of I can't, I won't, whatever. But when we choose to set our mind, like Philippians 4 tells us, on things worthy of praise, yes. and we ourselves are praising God for what He's doing, regardless of whether we can see it or not, then we move from being a Thomas who had to be able to touch Jesus' hands, is what He said, into just, you know, the Mary who had it revealed to her as she's walking yeah. to the tomb. He's back, and she starts rejoicing right there. There's no proof in front of her face. Yeah. It was just. Well, I mean, there's an angel, but she didn't see Jesus. It's not like <laughs> yeah. Jesus is just right there. Faith responds beyond what it sees.
0: Absolutely. And yeah.
2: our response determines what we're going to receive from him. Yeah,
0: yeah. And Kevin, Kevin Nowicki nailed it when he said proof, proving or the testing is like dipping the steel in the oil to quench it. In other words, what it does is as we start to apply this, we start to get better and better stronger and stronger yeah. in other words we get we get much better at this the things you know that we face many times today would have sunk us in early years but we've been tempered we've been proofed you know we get stronger and we get stronger and both of y'all have examples you've already said several times is you know, I couldn't have I could not have withheld what I'm doing today, you know. You've already seen areas that would have probably sunk you years before, but now you're going through yeah. them, you know, and you've been here a year and a half, you know. Yeah. Now you're going through them. You're going through them. Yeah. We're the same. We're going through them. And this is what you can do as well, and many of you are doing this now. You're going through them. Yeah. You're not stuck at them. You're not being defeated by them. Amen. You're going through them in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. That's what this is all about. It's not not a suffering. It's an arming ourselves. It's an arming. It truly is weaponizing our thought process, right? It's a weaponizing of how we process and file things is that we're not focused on the hard and heavy of the flesh, Mm -hmm. We're focused on the victory through Christ yeah. and taking Him by the hand and the faithfulness and trusting and trusting our souls to Him. Yeah. You know, Lord, I trust you over everything I see. I trust
2: you. Yeah.
0: I trust you. Yeah.
2: Well, and it goes hand-in-hand hand with what you ministered yesterday. If you weren't able to watch yesterday's broadcast, make sure that you go back and do. But the, yesterday it was talking about how to not be apathetic, like how to get prepared. This is how. This is literally the Lord's instruction of, okay, yeah. it is time to get prepared. This is what we prepare ourselves yeah. with. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah.
0: It, it, it's just one of those very important things, and that's why I wanted to talk about it today was, what does that even mean? You yeah. know, how, do we, how do we process that? And that's why like on Sunday when we were talking about no matter what we face, if we will just enter into fellowship, if we'll start worshiping him, if we'll start uh, spending time with him, we'll set our eyes on him, everything changes. Yeah. And because the devil's got nothing for our fellowship, because when we fellowship, we come into his presence. Mm. And he's got nothing for the presence of God. Yeah. The devil has nothing. Put that in the comments. The devil has nothing for the presence of God. And so if we will enter into the presence of God, then everything the devil has tried is lost, you know. And so that's why we just enter into his presence. We say, now I want you to see this. When we arm ourselves with suffering or the putting down of the flesh, what we're doing is we're staying away from where God isn't. Mm -hmm. And we're moving into where God is. You see, and so we arm ourselves by being in his presence, by thinking like him. Oh, no, it doesn't matter what it looks like. doesn't matter what it feels like. I'm going through, right? I'm going through. And then you see in Hebrews uh, 6, 12, follow those who, through faith and patience, who went through, right? Inherit the promises of God. Inherit. In other words, they have received. Follow those. So you want to look for people who know what true suffering is and who know how to suffer with Christ, which means they put down the flesh. They're yeah. not, they put down the voice of the flesh and they go through to victory. That's true biblical suffering. You know, that's why, you know, didn't it, when I first read that definition of suffering the very first week, didn't that seem completely contrary to what sure. everybody would say? sure. Mm-hmm. Didn't it seem, but yet now you're looking at it like, that is what it is, mm-hmm. you know, that is the definition of it, you know? And so the the issue is we've been taught so much, like if I, literally, if I, if I broadcast it uh, out to the Word of Faith uh, camp and I said, hey, uh, arm yourself with suffering, right? I would be rebuked by many people.
2: I'm just imagining like a mass text message to like, yeah. all your Word of Faith Faith friends and just the...
0: But Faster? we actually agree, they just don't know that terminology right. many times, especially ones that are less mature in it. But arm yourself with suffering literally means to discipline the flesh okay. and not think after the flesh, yeah. but think after the spirit. And, they, and the problem is that there's a, there's a part that's missed. That's actually what a true word of faith message believes is yeah. to discipline the flesh. Not listen to the voice of the flesh because God's mind is not in that. Right. His mind is in the victory that's in Christ. And so if I think after the things of the flesh, then I'm going to be apart from God. But if I'll get in the presence of God and think like He thinks, then I'll have what He wants me to have. And this is the true suffering, you know, picking up that suffering of Christ and putting that on in that way. It's simply putting the flesh down, right? So good. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Did you get something out of this? Did this help you today? Can you see how to get the victory that God wants you to receive uh, by arming yourself with that suffering? And you know, a lot of times, like I said, people don't want to hear that. But if they actually, yeah, (laughs) I know. I I was like, I didn't want to preach it. I'm like, this is. I'm gonna have to explain this before you know, let's talk about arming ourselves with suffering and i know our church would be like like oh, like like what you def-
3: define i was going to say it might be good we didn't have a title and thumbnail for arm yourself with suffering people might be like i don't want to watch that yeah. you know? well it might be a good I know,
0: well that's the thing i want the i want the ones who think they know what they're they're you know mm-hmm. to go well, I'm watching this so I can prove him wrong, you know. Mm. So yeah. that's kind of.
3: Mm-hmm. We'll put that up afterwards.
0: Yeah, we can whatever. We can we can do it. However,
2: try to prove Pastor wrong. No, no don't I'm kidding. do that. Don't do that. Because
0: <laughs> I'm not going to debate with you. You can try all you want to. I'm not getting into that. It'll just but, be in your head. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's a uh, it's one of those things where people are you know that's why i said what does it mean yeah. what does it mean when it says arm yourself with suffering yeah. so um that's that's why because that's a good that's a good question to ask what does that mean that's what as i'm reading i'm like arm yourself with suffering
1: yeah
0: like, like what does that mean exactly and <laughs> i knew what it meant and i I've, I've studied it before but it was like okay i need to i need to define this well and that's what the Lord wants. and you can see the power in it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean now like what you said earlier you were like, this this makes me excited. Yeah. You know, that's what it's supposed to do. That's that's the true good news. That's good news mm-hmm. being preached. Yeah. You see? It's like, oh I see this. I see this. Well, it exposed amen.
2: the part of my brain that apparently skipped over things I didn't want to read <laughs> the words. So that was a fun revelation moment of, oh, my brain has done this. Let's not.
0: <laughs> Hannah said, the garment of praise, putting on the garment of praise, arming yourself with suffering. That's a part yeah. of it. Yeah. That is, that's a part of it. So, amen. Well, listen, we love you. If you would like to sew today, you're welcome to. You can go to giveww.org. You can give on Facebook by typing in hashtag donate. Followed by the amount or cash app, Venmo, PayPal, text to give, cryptocurrency, all that. We made it easy for you. You can just go to that link. It's got all the information there. If you would like to give, you can. You don't have to. Uh, We sow this into the world. If you would like to partner with us to get the good news out that helps people every weekday, you're welcome to. And uh, we would love to have you partner with us. Definitely you don't have to. But for those who do, we want to pray specifically on your seed. We want to bless it. This is how God gets blessings out. When people come together and partner, they both pull grace from each other and their whole level goes up. Yeah. And so as you give a grace of seed and prayer and share in the video or finances or however you do, we want to pray for you and release that anointing and that grace, that oil of God to bless your life which the word makes clear that we're supposed to do. And so, Father, right now, everybody who partners with us, whether it be sharing the video or whether it it is uh, giving financially or praying for us, Lord, whatever it is, Lord, let them be blessed. Let let their giving be blessed, pressed down, shaken together, running over, shall men give unto their bosom. Lord, let it be supernaturally multiplied, exponentially multiplied, Lord. Father, we praise you for it. We worship you. We give you all of the glory and the honor and the praise. And we thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Glory to God. We love you so very much. We'll be back tomorrow at 1130 with Lunch Plus. Amen. Did y'all enjoy it?
1: Yeah, it was good. good.
0: Hallelujah. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: Hey, guys, make sure right now that you like this video and share it so that your family and friends can get this. They can get this revelation. They can live this victorious life that we are talking about today. But also, we have a huge announcement, a reminder for you guys. Make sure you mark it down on your calendars right now. Pull out your Google calendars, your old-fashioned calendar on your wall, however you do it, your planner like I have, August 22nd through the 27th, Brother Ted will be having a tent meeting here in Albemarle, and it is going to be life-changing. Make sure that you're here. If you have to travel to get here, that's why we're telling you now. Plan to be here because lives are going to be changed. Miracles are going to happen. Guys, we've gone to these tent meetings uh, when he's had it in other cities in North Carolina just a few weeks ago. We seriously saw deaf ears open. People who couldn't walk without a cane walking without a cane countless miracles guys I don't even remember all of them right now because they just kept happening night after night after night you are not going to want to miss it and you're going to want to invite someone bring someone with you but also not only is he going to be here for the tent meeting but on August 22nd he will be here for our Sunday morning service So you can come here to Boomerang Church, and he'll be preaching that morning. It is going to be great. So we're letting you now, so you can plan to be here. We want to see you. We're really excited to see you. So we hope to see you there. But on a much closer note, tomorrow again at 1130, we will be back with some awesome segments and a powerful word for you. We'll see you then. Bye.
1: It's big.